right now we have a lot of shit going on in our lives. Uh, the, I told you guys we had a, a major death, and before that we were sick. It's been it's been a rough month or so. Um, but I, I like to think that I'm a pretty positive person like that, and I don't a lot of a lot of that energy uh, bring me down, and and I try and focus on other things. So, but anyways, uh, I'm human, and I still tend to get down like that. And my girl is always great about reminding me about things that are great in my life. And I'm like just bitching and moaning about everything and just, you know, feeling sorry for myself because I feel like she's the only person I can do that to and get away with it because she knows I'm not like that. And so I'm venting and she's listening and then and then she's done. And she's like, honey, you know, let's let's talk about all the things that are going amazing. She starts listing all this stuff off and, you know, talking about a uh, mind pump. And I'm like, you know, it's it is kind of crazy to think because I feel like we have put so much effort, so much energy so much work toward this. We had, I remember that the whole phase of all the supplement companies. I mean, God, we've had so many supplement companies try and come after us. And boy, we were used to get so excited when one would come because we were like, oh my God, this could be it. This is it. We're going to, we're finally going to find somebody. We went on so many dates. And then we'd leave the meeting and we'd be like, fuck no. Yeah. People are idiots. Yeah. So, you know, um, and, and it's great because we always knew that it didn't matter if we couldn't find a company that aligned with our values that, hey, fuck it, we'll we'll eventually build this thing on our own and then hopefully we create a movement and it will come and be patient. And, you know, Lane Norton says it great that, that, you know, success is the battle of attrition, you know, and that's really what it's been like for us. And so she's going over and she's telling me all that. And I said, yeah, I know you're right. It's it does. Uh, it, it is good. Things are going great. It's it's great to see where, where Mind Pump is at already at this short a time. But it just doesn't feel like a short a time for me. And I know it probably the same for you guys, too. Right. I mean, it feels like it's been a when, when we when we talk about recording in Doug's living room, it feels like forever. five years ago. Yeah. yeah, it was last year. Yeah. I mean, it was literally I feel like I know you guys That's like funny. I've, like I've known you guys. Like a lot of listeners don't know. I met Adam and Justin last year. Yeah. In person. And but it feels like I feel like I've known you guys for much longer. Probably because we say so much shit about ourselves on the show that yeah. I know as much about you as I know about people who have known for ten years. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. I know where all your birthmarks are. Exactly. <laughs> really <laughs> weird. There's the one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that one? <laughs> the protruding one. He let you see that one, huh? Yeah. I got deep. What are we doing here? What are we doing? We're giving <laughs> some shit away. We're giving oh. shirts away. Oh, oh shirts. 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 Put an oh. R in there. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, we've got giving some shits away. <laughs> you win a large shit. <laughs> hey, that one's for you. Oh God! Yeah. Now we've had some great reviews. I I think everybody really has to go in there and read them themselves. So read the reviews. Oh yeah, yeah. they're we, they're amazing. Actually, we should let people read these. I, I think mean, is so. there a way can. we can do that, Doug? Maybe we should post hmm. some of them on our site. That's a good idea. A little repost. That would be awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because there's absolutely amazing reviews. But you know how many people I've actually talked to that have never uh, read them before? Because people are like, I, I tell them about the podcast, and the, and they're and this is normally people like I know, and they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll check it. I can just tell by the way they tell me, like it's like one of those, yeah, like, dude, yeah, yeah, I'll check it out, yeah, uh-huh. uh, totally. You know, I'm cool. just like, I'm like, you know, hey, if you get a time, you know, just just look at the reviews. Don't listen to anything I have to say. Just listen to what other people have to say about the podcast and how how much it's helped them and stuff. And then I just they start like, huh? Reviews? What? I don't know how to find. I don't know. Most people have never even seen them. Yeah, no. they're awesome. Go check them out. How many did we get last week? Yeah, we got nine. Boom. Yeah, oh. and we got three winners. We're back. We're on the climb. Three winners. Who's winning? All right, we got ECC Austin X. We have Caper Lika and June J. That's I guess how you say it. These okay. are creative names. They are. And how do they? Uh, what do they do now? They email you, Doug. Yeah, mindpumpradio at gmail.com. They need to send over their iTunes name, their address, and their size. 
and you win a t-shirt. Yes, yes. You get Just a t-shirt or a tank. Awesome. Get him some shirts. Awesome get him some shots. Congratulations. I know you guys didn't understand what the hell just yeah. thought they were just saying, but they're saying no, uh, good everybody job. Everybody says it at the same time. <laughs> and we love you. Yeah! Ah! If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. So did you guys hear the good news? What? Did you hear the good news, Adam? Are no. You, are, you, are you going to convert us right now? They're Let's, building. They're you building. guys hear the good news? You're a reborn virgin. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. They're going to. Excellent gonna, news. They're going to. That put, works. They're going to put a Planet Fitness in our backyard. I already uh, applied. The, wow. Yeah. I want to be a trainer there. Planet. You're going to be a trainer. Planet Fitness. <laughs> I want to change some lives. Yeah. God damn it. It's yeah. like. Would, a, you, would we all still be friends if I worked All there? Smith machines. Do they even have barbells or squat racks? Uh, you're not allowed. I don't think they have squat racks. Yeah, I know you're not allowed to deadlift, so that's an illegal exercise. Oh, my God. Um, I think. I don't think they have a squat rack, so you have to squat on a Smith machine. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was like. If you grunt, then an alarm goes off. What if you And fart? they kick you out. Yeah. If you fart, yeah. I don't know. I should test that one out. Then, uh, like once or twice a week, there's free pizza and candy. I'm going. It's there a just, very strange. I'm going there just for the donuts and the pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna get because it's only like ten dollars a month, and I will eat ten dollars worth of pizza. Oh, wait a minute, that's brilliant. Right, we'll, we'll go there and get pizza though. for every for the yeah. whole family. Uh huh. Ten bucks a month is totally worth but it. We should do them all favor and eat all of it. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. You know I mean? They limited it. You're only allowed, I think, two or three slices. I did read about that. Oh, there's a limit? Yes, because now this is kind of fucked up. Because people have done it before. That's I'm sure what I, like me. Oh, I'm thinking like some of the members went in there and just went. Oh, I would just eat it. Went yeah. ass wild. They, they, they fasted for two days leading yeah. in and they, <laughs> then they crushed like three pizzas. <laughs> oh, man. Like cardio schmardio. I'm offended by their commercials too. Their commercials are offensive to fit people. Yeah. They, they pick a big roided out bodybuilder and then they make them look really stupid. In the commercials, and then they're like, you yeah, know, that never happens. No lungs here, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Stop stereotyping, man. Stop picking on me. Well, at the I want to give whoever <clears throat> made Planet Fitness. I want to find the CEO, and I want to give him a fucking wedgie. Well, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wedgie. And a noogie. This yeah. is what you get for fucking yeah. with the buff guys. Ah. Wedgie and a noogie. We're gonna throw you in the garbage. Oh, you're so I, smart, aren't you? I like it, and I'm kind of a fan because I it just it's. It's opportunity for us. That's the way I look at it. It's the same. Mm. So we just talked recently, Justin. Uh, we were, we were all talking about going to this fitness convention, <clears throat> right? We like to go go to these things because uh, every once in a while you meet a smart person there. And Justin was telling me that one of the keynote speakers is talking about fitness gurus and fitness people getting into podcasting. Ah, uh, yeah. Which uh, I, what? I I was sharing that with somebody, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh man, you guys gotta aren't you guys worried?" Is that look like, what we started? I'm like worried. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, that's the idea. I hope that's mm-hmm. what happens. The idea yeah. is that more and more people learn about what. I mean, I still to this day today. Okay, I had three different people that downloaded our podcast, and they came out and they're like. Oh, what's a podcast? And I go, you have an iPhone? I go, yeah. And, and I had to introduce the podcast app on there. Like most people have no idea what that exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. We're still overcoming a lot of that because yeah. people are just like, podcast? Is yeah. that like a, you know, something on the internet? You you just wait until cars, because they're starting to make them, but the new cars are coming out with yeah. automatic. You'll just push a button. Boom, you're, live you're streaming. Pop- live streaming. So live. I'm, I when am, that happens, then shit's gonna. I'm blow. all getting. You know, it's the same mentality I had with like trainers in my facility and letting people train my clients. Listen, all that does is make us step our game up. If That's somebody it. else steps into our circle, and uh, you know, I in fact I was just listening to um, a podcast the other day, 
and literally caught the uh, and as a fitness podcast uh, him the way he starts our podcast is the exact same way that Sal finishes the podcast. I thought that was kind of funny. So <laughs> you know everyone's going to start. You know it's it's so new that people are learning from each other and finding out what works and what doesn't work and that's all healthy. I think it's good and it's only going to make this podcast better. I mean I I feel like uh, from the days that we started in the in the living room, you know, at Doug's house. Uh, I think that it's evolved a lot since then. It takes time. You know, we all admitted that when we first did this, as much as Sal and I like to talk and Justin hates it, that it would take some time for us to, you know, kind of work through, work through everything and figure out what, what, what people want to hear most about and get to, and it's been, uh, it's been a fun adventure, but I I like to think that we're, we're a lot better today than what we were when we first listened to some of the early episodes. You know what? have to be, we were, you know what it was in the beginning, the first episodes as, as nervous as we thought we weren't, we actually were. Of course we were. Like we thought we weren't. I didn't, I didn't feel, you could ask me, I would have been like, no, I'm fucking psyched. But it was an excitement, kind of nervous, and that's we, what it was. over energy. You know what I'm saying? Over energy, and we cussed more. That's what, yeah. and that was the nervousness, yeah. the being yeah. so over, like <laughs> having. Well, like, how the fuck you guys doing? Yeah. Fuck, man! Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. It was like every other word, like <laughs> shitty balls. Yeah. Yeah. I said something that right, reminds me. I was going to ask you this because I actually did go through the other day. Have you? When was the last time you guys actually listened to episode zero zero, which is the introduction, the eight minutes? Of- I haven't listened. I don't think I listened to that <laughs> ever. I heard that I heard so that a I just heard ago. it yesterday. I played it. I put it on because I was interested in. That was one year ago. Yeah. So I, I put it on to see what uh, what zero zero sounded like. It's an eight minute episode. We go around and we introduce ourselves and we talk about what what we plan to do. It's actually you know for eight minutes of explaining it, it's pretty decent. But I was going to ask you, Doug. Now, do we have the ability to delete uh, episodes or pull them out, or could we replace our? Because I would like now that we feel comfortable doing this, doing a better zero, yeah, zero. a better a better zero zero episode. If someone starts our very first one, is that possible? that that's possible, Adam? Oh, it is. Yeah, we have the technology. Oh wow! Now, well, <laughs> technology. Fuck you, Doug. Ray. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> we can replace every single episode if you want. <laughs> Redo them all. No, yeah, just, oh, but let me ask you. No, there's, some, there's there's something special about all that. I mean, I like to if know. If we delete an episode, though, does it remove our downloads from that episode? Do we lose them in our? Totals? Yeah, it's out of the tracking. But oh, who cares? Oh, it. Oh, doesn't matter. That's just a, that's a drop in the <laughs> I'm bucket. Very competitive. Style. Well, no, I think it's it would be really. I think it would be very beneficial for us actually to do uh, introduction over and kind of because exp- let's be honest. If you're, uh, I was thinking about this. Okay, mm-hmm. although we've managed to obviously, uh, you, know, you know, those that are listening to don't know this, but uh, we 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 uh, surpassed a while ago uh, a million downloads, which was a big milestone for us. Boom, and that was really dude. Ex- that that literally happened. Like we had no idea that happened. It just we happened. And then we were like, Whoa! Well, we talked about this because we would have made a bigger deal out of it. Yeah, I know. But what happened was that you know we kind of hit that tipping point, and now now it went from being trying to get there so hard and you know pushing every day to getting you know more and more and more to all of a sudden we hit this where it's like, holy, we don't even care anymore because it's now it's thousands and thousands, twenty thousand, fifty thousand downloads at a time. So, yeah. uh, it. I think it would be good for us to go back, redo that, and kind of give people a heads up of the evolution. If because you listen, because you never know, somebody who might listen to those first four or five might be turned off uh, uh, by it and not keep going through. And I think there's some really good meat mm. in the later episodes, and, and maybe you hear a lot of because uh, I actually have, and the reason why I bring this up, I, I ran into somebody <clears throat> who um, works out of my gym, and she came up to me and she was like. Oh my God, I love you guys. My, you guys are, oh my God. And she starts going on about Mind Pump. And I go, you've been taking my classes for this long and all the times that I've told you and all the tips and all the shit I talk about, you're just not listening. She's like, no, no, no. The very first time you told me when you first started, I actually listened to a few of them and they were good. 
you know, but I, I, you know, I just kind of fell off them or whatever. And then I've turned in, turned them on the last like six months and I've burned through like a hundred episodes. Like you guys are so much better than, and I was like, wow, you really feel like there was that much of a difference between the beginning until now. Right. And all the new listeners are going to look, are going to go back to the old ones and be like, hmm, what are they talking about? Yeah. Well, and that's I what, will say this. We I would were, not, I, I wouldn't want to replace them because no. of that, because I feel like there's, it, that's special to me. I like the fact yeah. that it was, I wouldn't want it to be perfect, you know? Well, I feel like it's, uh, it's like a little time capsule, right? So it like yeah. fits, it fits within how we started to evolve at that pace. And if we went back and kind of did a new one, it would definitely be like, yeah, energy and everything's on. And then listen to us, like, it would be kind of like breaks. Well, I think here's, you know, a, here's a fun game. What do you guys think about that, though? Don't you think that I would think be, we should? I think we should. I think we should, I think we should do that. I, I also, think, I also fine. think, I also think we should put a game out there. I think people should listen to the old episodes and tell us which ones they think we're drunken, and then the winners will get a free T-shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, ladies and gentlemen, in the early days of Mind Pump, oh, alcohol man, was it, typically involved. Crown was getting down. <laughs> that was my <laughs> mo. That's how I know too. Is we we felt like we had to be, you know, in order to loosen up a little bit. So. Yeah. But no, I, I think that would be. So I think that would be great. My panties off, and I, I, you know, I would like to do something too because uh, I'm, I'm finding this more and more in person. So if I'm finding this in person, it just means it's, it's multiplied by a hundred times or a thousand times when we're talking about the grand, the whole grand total of people listening, uh, of what people have actually, how many they've listened to. Like, we have our core that a group of people that we know that are like diehards. Wait till an episode comes out; they've heard everything. But there's a lot of people. Who kind of hop around and you can really start to tell by our Q&A's because a lot of our Q&A's it's like we've talked about that at least once if not twice. Yeah, but I think it's important that we recover topics, we get into more depth or we share new information. No, I or we, we can even say the same thing but just differently because um, we've done that a few times and uh, we always get through to new people or even people who listen to previous episodes that were the same. They'll hear a new way to explain it and then it clicks. You know what I mean? Because this is for us this is... Uh, this is our life and um, yeah. the concepts and we, we, we understand things rather rapidly. We should. It's our profession. People who are listening, who are looking to get into fitness and health or who have been doing it for a while as a hobby, um, you know, I think sometimes and I'll, I'll, I mean, being honest, I think sometimes we take for granted the information that we understand. And when we present it, I think sometimes people need to hear it more than once in different ways before they get it. You know yeah, what I'm I definitely think you're right with that. I mean, it's. It's something that we do live every single day, you know, and it's something that we apply and see within our clients and our clientele on a daily basis. It's like uh, when you're in it for that long, it just becomes second nature. And so for you're right. I think we do kind of take that fact alone for granted on some level. So I think so. No, I think it's I think that's a good idea. I think it's we should make a point then, especially topics that we know are you know, really, really good ones to visit. There's so, I mean, we could elaborate on cardio all day long. We can elaborate on nutrition and different types of diets. And, you know, uh, I, I saw questions out there again, asking about, you know, tempo and st- how you structure a program and things like that and body part splits versus. So I, I know we'll revisit a lot of things like that for sure. I think it's important. So hopefully uh, we, everybody gets a little bit of uh, something new each time mm-hmm. we do that. But you know, so the theme is nostalgia. You know what? Yeah. Uh, Did you? It's the majestic quad. What is it? 
Is it Dude, coming out of my pants? You say it way too fast. It's the majestic claw. He says it way too fast. <laughs> yeah, I know he does. Listen, bro. No. When I see He's it, I gotta to go for it. Up, see, man. you know what's exciting about yeah. this? What? We're gonna get better at this. Yeah. Why? This is something. If you're listening right now, see, Sal tends to fuck this up every time I do this. Right? <laughs> I know. I was Justin and I, <laughs> Justin and I try and like. But create, that's part of the fun. You know what that means? Quick, yeah. uh, we're good at foreplay. <laughs> exactly. Here isn't this guy gets right to it right away. He just sticks it right. One day, one day we'll have a competition. Banging it right away. No foreplay. One day we'll have a competition. Look, man, you gotta prime the engine. So you can give the most. Play to dude, each other. My dad the, always told me you gotta prime the engine. Prime son. the engine, preheat the oven, bro. You just <laughs> wanna throw it in. Just throw it in right. Quah. Here we are, Quah. Justin and I try to build All it up. dry. <laughs> 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 right? On that note, Doug, start yeah. up the motherfucking quah. All right. Give us that lube. PR sway. Is being excessively lean not healthy? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Actually, uh, it, it is. Uh, there. Okay. Matter so, of fact. so two things. There is essential body fat, which is the amount of body fat you need to live, and people can get down low and lean enough to start playing with that number, and and it's not good. People have actually died. Yeah. Um, you know, nerves can't can't communicate with each other. Hormones don't work properly. Cells lose their integrity. Um, so there's that. But then there's also the I'm just really lean all the time type of deal. Mm. Men get away with that way, way easier than women. Mm. Women really can't do that. I mean, it, it changes their menses, so <clears throat> they start to lose their cycle. Um, they start to grow um, very, very, very fine, fine body hair all over the body. You'll see this in anorexics also. Um, you know, body temperature changes and hormone changges. So um, definitely body fat. survival mode. You need to have uh, some body fat. So. Mm. It would be interesting to see. I don't know percentage wise. What do you guys think percentage? Well, I was waiting for you to throw yours out there because I was. Like, I know I was going to say like because I know Adam, you've probably been down what like three less than that. Yeah, or? I've been less than three. Yeah. I dunked at uh, that's crazy three point one. Uh, I think it was ten days till off from the show, and I was that's when I was in the middle of the street. So I was probably two <laughs> two point something when I how hit spry stage. did you feel? Yeah, no, yeah. you know they they call us walking dead men when you hit shit when you hit stage. Right. You know, and and I make it very clear to people when I get to that point that you know, hey, I do not recommend just and you know which is something i can't stand about a lot of other competitors you know they put their diets out there they say all their stuff that they're doing and you know people all emulate that and when i do that i'm like i'm specifically doing this to obtain a look it is by it does not represent health it doesn't represent fitness it does not represent who i am i'm doing this because i'm competitive i'm getting on stage and i'm trying to beat the fuck out everybody else so that's the only reason why i would put my body through this um, and so I think it's important that to denote to denote that, and a lot of guys don't do that. Now that being said, I also think that uh, different body types, uh, also male, female, everybody is different. So some people comfortably can walk around six, seven percent body fat. Like for example, I think like a Joe Donnelly. You see someone like that who looks like that uh, can maintain a very lean body fat percentage, and he's eating a ton of calories and is a pretty healthy dude overall. Um, you know. I notice once I get below, uh, below six for me, that's kind of like my happy spot. Six is like, I, I feel like pretty ripped still. And I feel a lean. I feel good. I don't have headaches. I don't have like super dips in energy. I don't feel like I'm fighting my body. Mm. The moment I go below six, I can tell that I'm, I'm fighting myself. My, my body doesn't want to be there. It wants to be it comfortably. It's between six and nine. Nine is very comfortable for me. I can be between nine, nine and 10% very easily enjoying food, taking days off here and there, not having to count everything. Well, I, I noticed, uh, cause I only one time did I get down below five. I, I, I get down to seven, you know, eight, usually in the summertime. But one time I got below five, and I think I got down to four. I don't even know. I wasn't testing myself, but it was those photos you guys saw. 
And um, something funny happens when you hit a certain point. Like it's challenging. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And then all of a sudden, I could feel my body fighting me. Yep. Like uh, sleep was affected. I was cold. Um, you want to talk about cravings for food. I would like literally daydream and fantasize oh, yeah. about a strawberry or an apple or fuck if I just taste some peanut butter. It's right funny now. you say because I start to have that. I never my whole life until I competed have dreams about food. <laughs> and when I get that low, I, I do. I'll have a dream. And it's just like, it'll be this dream of me like eating pancakes, you know? Yeah, and I'll you wait. get pancake better all over your face. How'd <laughs> <Yeah. So, laughs> <does> that happen? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think everybody's, I think everyone's different. I think everybody's body uh, can do that. I think it's learning to listen to those signs and notice that. Like, Well, I just looked it up because I couldn't remember the exact number. But for women, essential fat is between 10 and 13%. And for men, it's between 2 and 5 so it's safe to say you don't want to go lower than that or stay at that percentage for too long. Which makes sense. I said right below six, right? Yeah. So once I'm comfortable between six and nine, mm-hmm. nine's very comfortable. Six is a little bit of work for me to maintain there. Anything less than that, I definitely feel like I'm fighting my body. Yeah. And what you notice too, here's the other thing I noticed. Adam, maybe you can chime in on this. When I get that lean, changing my nutrition or adding extra calories, uh, I get, I'll gain a body fat percentage so fast. Oh, so it's per, like boom, and I got per, okay. So I've been on a mini cut, mini cut right now, and I would say I'm down. I was uh, heading into this weekend, uh, probably around five or so percent, right around there, and uh, maybe six tops, and f- was feeling great. And I was just about to switch gears after this weekend. I was telling myself I'm going to power through this weekend, and then I'm going to uh, switch gears and go to my mini bulk. And Saturday was the funeral and the reception and then everybody eating and drinking. And of course, uh, while I'm at this funeral, I'm not going to, and all the brothers and siblings and everybody is taking shots and celebrating the, uh, the life of Troy and stuff. I was not going to be not drinking. So I said, oh, fuck it. You know, I had planned to be disciplined and die and be good here. So I probably had four or five shots. I had a bowl of pasta and then I had a whole uh, mod pizza to my dome. Which is that sound might sound a lot to normal people, but for a guy like me who eats you know thirty five hundred to five thousand calories on a regular day, it's not that crazy. But just that overconsumption, the next day I looked literally, I felt like I put on like ten pounds of fat. I didn't, but you float when you get that low, the slightest change in in, in coming off, like you put it on because it's this low percentage. Yeah. When you think about it, it's I mean one percent is so easy to go up when you're four percent body fat. One mm-hmm. percent to go up when you maintain it fifteen percent is takes work. You got to eat a lot of extra calories to put on. You do, and I would say you know you, you should have decent performance in the gym. So if you're getting so lean that you lose performance and you feel like mm-hmm. you're weak and you can't move and you're uh, you're not feeling good, you're too lean. Yeah, I was going to chime in on the performance aspect. You're definitely going to compromise, you know, performance gains in the gym when you're focused on being lean and keeping your calories, you know, restricted. Um, obviously, <clears throat> d- depending on what you're trying to do, um, but uh, mass does help. It does help, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, w- when I'm specifically trying to power lift and, and I, I want to make sure that, you um, you know, my energy reserves are there and I don't mind putting on some size, um, to move heavier weight. It's just physics. You know, I put on mass to, to push more weight. Mm-hmm. However, you know, I am slow, you know, I'm definitely not, um, as athletic and, and, uh, um, my movement diminishes, 
definitely, you know, when I when I feel myself like I've let myself get a bit overweight with that. So there's a, there's this a, kind of a sweet point. spot. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a sweet spot, especially for athletes. I mean, you got to kind of you got to assess that for your specific sport. And uh, sometimes you do need, uh, you know, an additional amount of mass. You well, do. it's it's let's be honest. I mean, I guess I should ask you in your opinion, because in my opinion, with sports, rarely ever is it very conducive to be super lean unless you're probably like a fighter. Yeah, you know where you want to be in a very very light, uh, you know, class. So you're you're fighting, you know. Well, some, I think any sport where you want to I be mean, lighter, uh, stronger but lighter, like gymnasts, yeah. they do better when they're smaller because they have to manipulate their body. High strength to weight ratio. Yeah, yeah you definitely yeah. want that. Right, and then the weight classes, like you said, if I'm in a weight class and I'm fighting or wrestling yeah. or whatever, I want to be as lean as possible so I can be. But everything else, I would say, fo- any contact sport. Yeah, any contact sport, you want to have a, a decent amount of mass. Yeah, right. yeah. rugby, football, yeah. baseball. You know, even basketball. Like it's probably a little more conducive to actually have some body fat on you and have right. some weight to you if you're so so lean. Yeah. And because the endurance is, it's not like it, it's not so crazy that you can't just you can't sprint like you have adequate amount of rest you know in between bouts so it's not like something like soccer where it's very much more of an endurance sport you you don't want to put on a a bunch of mass yeah i mean you're just going to have big you know massive legs anyway from all the running and sprinting that you're doing uh you don't want a lot of upper body mass it's going to slow you down well think of this too what do you think about this so uh you, you know when you carry a little bit more body fat and you're in sports too uh, body fat is stored energy. Yeah. Um, and if you're super, super lean, like Sal was talking about earlier and, and what I've definitely experienced when I'm competing. Fatigue. Yeah. Quickly. Like really quick. I mean, yeah. when I'm down 5% body fat, because I don't have very much, I don't have very much stored energy. I power through that glucose really quick. And then my body, and then it, when your body is starts to eat at muscle, it does not perform the same way when it's eating away at either glucose or eating away at, at fat. I mean, it, those two are better sources of fuel for the body. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, it's like, uh, using like a low performance gas, right? I mean, it's like the difference if you've pumped your car with 91 octane and then now you're like giving it really, really the, the, the fatigue at that point, because even at 5% body fat, you still have, you know, 10,000 or 15,000 calories of stored energy. But the problem is actually not that you don't have stored energy. It's the, it's the central nervous system that uh, has trouble communicating because you need essential fat to have nerves communicate to each other. When you get that fucking lean, you just get tired. You just feel, you don't think straight. Mm-hmm. It's it's your it's your body's wiring not working properly, and that's why it's essential. Because when it gets too low, uh, your body will shut down. Um, but you know when you when you the standards for men and women in terms of body fat percentage for athletes for women, the standards are between fourteen to twenty percent for men, between six and thirteen percent. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy or fit for women is twenty one to twenty four percent, and men fourteen to seventeen percent. You typically don't want to go if you're a woman. You don't want to be over 28 29 or 30 and for men you don't want to be over 20 once you start to go over that i don't care how fit you are there are some health detriments to, to body fat percentage but if you're an athlete and you're a guy six to 13 percent you're 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 performing fine you're you're doing okay and for women it was 14 to 20 so well what's your theory on this too because uh some people hold more fat intramuscular and more hold it subcutaneous yeah, so i i would be i'm an example of that like i have to be careful because 
you know, I may look leaner um, than I really am because inside I, I hold a lot more fat like around my liver and things like that. But I may still look decently lean to everybody else on the outside, which which is to me, I used to always tell like skinny fat people are the most dangerous clients that I'd ever have because because they look skinny, they think they're OK, but they're living off a of jack in the box and shit food. And, you know, like and then jack in the box and carrots. That's like their thing. You know, what I'm saying I don't, I don't know how many like models and girls I've trained in mm-hmm. that are in, in businesses where they have to be really skinny and lean. And they're skinny fat. They have no muscle. That's a good point because you know, body fat percentage is is one factor in terms of how your health is. Right. And someone can be relatively lean and have poor health. Mm-hmm. And it, we on the extreme case of that, uh, when, so here's funny. When they do studies, they'll find that people who are really lean tend to die earlier. Well, that's because they didn't control for the fact that a lot of times people at the end of their life end up losing a shit ton of weight and they added that into the fucking mix. But that's an example. That's an example of being lean but being unhealthy. It's people who are terminal. They're lean as hell, obviously not healthy. So it's not... Body fat percentage is not the be all end all. It never was. Yep. It's just one piece of uh, of the puzzle. I mean, it's yeah. an indicator of lifestyle choices. Yeah, yep. I mean, look at all. Let's be honest. Look at all of our uh, men's physique bodybuilder guy. That's the, that's part of why what irritates a lot of us in, in in this industry is that the people that truly represent health and fitness really are not the healthy and fittest people in the industry. Right. All all your covers of magazines. Not even close. No, not at all. Not all even the, close. I mean, that's that's our struggle. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's our our voice is trying to voice that to everybody it's a tough thing to do i bet you if people looked saw met professional bodybuilders and physique and competitors in person on the day of contest i bet most people would be like that doesn't look healthy just looking at their face yeah you know you look at the faces back just remember we were walking around when adam was at the show for san jose oh, dude, how many like of death. these girls are on the ground and just they couldn't even stand up on the ground eating rice crispy treats just, or something trying to their carve eyes up. are all sunken in oh, bad it was bad dude. it was bad yeah. yeah it was it was not good Next clause, sir. Richard Hill, 85. Chin-ups versus pull-ups. What is the difference, if any, and the benefits of either one? Pronation and supination of the hand. That's all that's... Yeah, yeah chin-up is... about pro- all I can... Chin-up is supinated, yeah. Palms of- facing back. Mm-hmm. Um, pull-up is with your palms facing forward. Different muscle activation. Um, right. Supinating the hand. Uh, Recruitment patterns, yeah. It's just a little bit different. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to use more bicep. You're going to use less brachioradialis, a little bit less brachialis in the arm. If you pronate, now you're using more brachioradialis, more brachialis, uh, but you're still using the bicep. The other thing it, it does is this. When you do a chin-up, every time you you rotate the hand or you supinate it, you tend to also bring the elbows in a little closer to say, the body. Th- that's the big difference is mm-hmm. less of the pronation of the supination, and although that's what's happening, but... When you supinate, it's going to tuck the elbows. It in tends it. to tuck them and in. And now nice, I'm going right. to get a lot more rhomboids in versus if I was wa- with spread my spread out. You get yeah. more lats. Yeah. yeah if, hopefully, if, you get, if yeah, I'm overhand chin upping, I'm going to get more lat activation and, and more focus on that. If I go to my supinated grip, I'm going to get more rhomboids. So. Really? Because so so that's interesting. The for leverage you. is harder. Well, that's interesting for you because um, when I think narrow, I think more lats, a little wider. I think Terra's major minor, more the outer. Oh, really? You know, upper kind of right above the tr- the, the the lats now. That being said, you have very wide shoulders and very small waist. And I'm wondering if your muscle activation is different um, hmm. depending on your grip. That's another thing to consider. That he, Actually, I was thinking about the other day is that some of these rules don't apply to everybody because right. people are shaped differently. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Let me ask you is this. Are you stronger with, as a, with, a, and with your hands supinated or pronated when you pull yourself up? Supinated. I would say pronated just because I've trained myself that way. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. Much I, more pronate, pronated. Yeah. But you guys are great deadlifters, so. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I know. I know. Now, I think I think uh, the point being here is, um, 
and here's what I would do. So if I'm somebody who uh, wants to develop my biceps more, I might choose to do more chin-ups than I do pull-ups. Uh, if I'm somebody who is is more focused on, on, I don't care about that. I'm not working on it. Or maybe I, like in my case, like I have pretty decent sized biceps and arms. So I typically rarely ever do a, re- a reverse grip. Now I do do it every once in a while just to throw a curveball into my workout. But, you know, I'll, I'm going to do an overhand pronated grip most of the time. Um, to each their own. It's definitely going to target your back a little bit differently. And the- so when I when I pulled my pronator terrace, yeah. I had to do all my back exercises with the supinated grip. Okay. And so now I've gotten pretty good at them because I started doing them. And you know what's the thing is I realized, um, like you're saying, it's important to throw it in because the body's pretty specific. I mean, I could do, you know, I could pull myself up with a pronated grip with all kinds of weight strapped around my, around my waist. Then when I would go to supinate, I would hurt my wrist almost. So it's like I had to, I had to, you know, kind of get used to it. It's important you mix it up. I would say if you're doing pull-ups, and you know, or if you're pulling yourself up on a bar, do both. Do chin-ups and do pull-ups and yeah, alternate. Yeah. Use a neutral grip. I yeah. love neutral grip. Neutral yeah. grip's the I, best yeah. if, you can, if you can find it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I like neutral grip is probably my favorite. Absolutely, I think yeah. that's the most natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next question is from Endorphin Aholic. That's Aaron. Yeah, one of our forum members and original OGs. Yeah. He actually enrolled in the MAPS program, one of the first people to enroll in it. Yeah, he's had a tremendous mm-hmm. uh, transformation Took to well. it like fish and water. Mm-hmm. So uh, his question is about meditation. Do you guys do it? And if so, what resources, books, and tips do you guys have? We'll let the hippie start. Yeah. What are you guys looking at me? <laughs> I, uh, I, Mr. Zen. So I took, um, okay, so at one point I owned uh, a, a, another studio that did group exercise classes. And in there we did yoga, Pilates, um, you know, other types of classes. And I also wanted meditation because I thought it would be freaking rad to have a meditation class uh, in my facility that I could take. So I took the meditation class and um, I went in there. I remember it was an hour and 15 minute long class, right? We're sitting down and this was my very first time doing uh, actual guided meditation. So, you know, the setting is set, the music is very nice and peaceful. Lights are out completely. It's totally dark in there. And you hear this guy's voice talking you through what to do. And he's telling, you know, he's telling you to focus on your breath and focus on different parts of your body and imagining certain things. And so I'm doing this and I'm sitting there and um, then he starts to talk about, uh, okay, now, you know, gently bring yourself to the room, be aware of your body. So he's, now he's bringing us out of the meditation, right? So he's bringing us out of the meditation and I'm not making this up, swear to God. I'm thinking in my head like, wow, that was a, that was a very nice 15 minute like meditation. Like that was fucking awesome, right? Like an hour. The whole class was over. It was an hour and 15 minutes. It felt Man. like 15 minutes. I didn't fall asleep because I was sitting Indian style with my hand. And that's not a comfortable position for me to sit on the ground. Sitting Indian style, sitting up tall. Or politically correct. Oh, yeah. Is that not the way you're supposed to sit? <laughs> I don't know. I Legs just, crossed. I'm going to guess that Shit. somebody's going to be offended Shit. by that. Shit. I was sitting Native American style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> I just had to make it worse, didn't I? Yeah. And uh, an hour and 15 minutes went by. It was fucking weird. It tripped me out. That's so crazy. That was the first time. I took it a second time. And the second time I took the meditation, I felt, uh, I felt my whole body kind of buzzing. And then all of a sudden, I felt, and I had my eyes closed, I felt as if uh, I was all alone and everything around me was very, very distant. It's a very strange feeling. I couldn't, I can't explain it. Uh, it, it. It doesn't make sense when I say it, but that's what it felt like. It felt like everything moved away from me and I was by myself 
Did they give you in tea this vast, before this? Huh? They give you some kind of tea before this? No, I didn't do any mm. any drugs. I was totally sober. Mm-hmm. Um, it does it, remind me of a drug, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And after that... Um, okay. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get cool back story, to Cool story, dude. <laughs> uh, after that, I, um, uh, I tried it a couple of the times, and I've only done it maybe five or ten times afterwards, maybe, yeah, on my own. Um, it's hard. It's not easy. It takes practice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... <sighs> Yeah, for anybody to just block out all the senses and um I mean we're just bombarded these days now. I mean, this is where that whole float tank and all that stuff. I remember hearing it first on the Joe Rogan uh experience like and then I looked into it cuz I mean, the biggest battle for me with a lot of my clients that they're just over overwhelmed with um not just stress but like just stimulus Mm -hmm. on a constant daily basis and so to get them away from all that it's like near impossible um and really it's trickling into everybody's lives it doesn't matter how um especially where we live you know it it's your phone it's it's everything it's these like it's these triggers these things that you just you want to check your email you want to check this i want to i want to turn this light on i want to turn the tv on and, uh, you know, for me, I have a different outlook as far as meditation goes. And I used to just be able to experience, you know, just peace and calm and, and, and shut everything down. But I don't have that luxury anymore having kids and stuff. And so <laughs> my meditation, it really revolves around nature and just getting outside, not, ha- not listening to music, not doing anything, just listening to like just normal uh, interactions with animals and you know uh, wind and all that kind of stuff. That's about as hippie as I go. Well, I, I meditation. Uh, even if you were just to sit there, Justin. Even if you didn't have your computer or anything, I just said sit in this quiet room by yourself and close your eyes and don't think about shit. I mean, it's impossible. Yeah, it's so fucking it just hard. Runs. Yeah, that's it's, why I have to move. It's so hard. But I, the key with meditation and it, it takes practice. So I'm I'm going to say it. and It sounds easy, but it ain't easy is to be very present. You're completely present in this moment. So you're not thinking about future, you're not thinking about past. You're thinking about right now. And so one of the techniques that they use is where you focus on your breath or you focus on the tip of your nose or the soles of your feet or you focus on a part of your body so that you com- become completely present. And when thoughts pop in your head like they will, you just let them pass through like you're watching a movie and then they're gone. And through practice, uh, you can achieve some pretty amazing states of Zen. And they've done studies on this. I mean... Meditation has been proven now uh, in study after study to benefit uh, the human mind and body, benefit health. Um, it changes the brain waves and patterns of the brain. Um, and, and then in extreme cases in people who dedicate their lives to this, people have been able to change their body temperature, slow their heart rate down. I mean, just to start to control yeah, that, these that automatic systems in the body. Yeah, yeah, the ice man. Pretty what, awesome stuff. Well, uh, what's your theory with uh, cannabis and meditation and what it does to the frontal lobe and everything like that? Well, I think... Um, so pure practitioners. So a friend of mine, she meditates a lot and she's been trying to get me to do it. And she's a pure practitioner. So she went on one of those retreats, which I might actually go on if I if I get the balls to do it. What you do on these retreats is you go and you can't fucking talk. You're not allowed to talk. It's a silent retreat. So Nobody talks. Awesome. Exactly. You go there and you meditate all day in these silent retreats. Now to me, that sounds like absolute torture because I obviously love <laughs> to talk. My, my yeah. girl goes to those all the time. There's one called Water Course. Really really yeah, yeah. So there's one over here that she, then you cannot talk at all in there. Well, so, so they massage she, you, you do a hot and cold dip and it's just like, Oh no, this one's different. This is like, you're like there for like three days and <clears> you <throat> go and you're out in the day. woods and it's different. 
anyhow, um, I I asked her about this. I said, well, what do you feel about you know altered you know states of consciousness during meditation, like marijuana or you know other stuff? And she said, the pure pure you know people who meditate, the the, the purity of it is that no, you don't want any altered states of consciousness. You want to be able to do it in your normal state. And you want to be able to achieve these levels without these substances. I believe that um, that's probably the best way to start, and then you can add stuff to it and get really trippy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not an expert on it. I'm just, you know, talking to my ass. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm a fan of it, and that's why uh, meditating. It's, you know, it's, uh, using cannabis for that. So he's got to bring it there. Yeah, yeah. No, I just well, <laughs> keeping it real. Uh, I have a very hard time um, after I have a long day at work. You know, an example today is a day that started at 630 in the morning. It won't stop till about 10 o'clock at night. And, you know, part of my winding down and meditating uh, is that. And I feel like the the moment that I sit back and it doesn't take much for me. I don't have to get. Yeah, but I think you guys are confusing meditating with relaxing and centering. Like, I don't know. Is that the no, same? No, 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 no. Wait, let me finish here. Okay. Dude. Uh, you know, that that's one of that's the first step for me is to do that. I mean, that that relaxes me and settles me down. And then and I'm then like speaks in tongues. And then I'm like, Justin, uh, where. You know, I want to go for a walk outside. Like it's, and and I normally walk my dogs, and it's a very, it's just an easy stroll. And I'm just, you know, it's same thing. It's and I, I'll go late at night. Really, it's dark outside, and you can't, I can't hardly see in front of me at all. And it's cool, and I, all I hear is the dogs kind of breathing, and it's they breathe in such a rhythmatic way that it just kind of it relaxes me. And I and I think about my day. I think about business. I think about me. I think about my life, my relationships, like everything, everything starts to come into me. And I, I feel really grounded at that moment. And, you know, and I try and get it to last as long as I can. Sometimes I got shit to do and I, I don't have a long, I can't get a long walk, but you know, I try and get at least somewhere between 20 minutes to an hour if I can do that. And, you know, for me, that's, that's the best meditation for me. And I've tried, you know, being somebody who grew up in a, a religious home, um, I, I, we prayed a lot. We used to do that. We practiced that a lot. So I'm very familiar with, uh, you know, the pure way of meditating and, and spiritually being connected that way. And that was something that, you know, I practiced my whole life as a child and, and absolutely that works. But for me, it's not, uh, I don't know, part, I, I want to enjoy it. And part of me enjoying it is being able to come home and have something that settles my brain down first. And then I'm going to completely come all the way down and, and relax and find myself. You know, I should correct myself. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know what the definition of meditation is. I mean, that sounds uh, like what, what meditation is supposed to do is what yeah. you're explaining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a place by my house um, and it's a spring. And um, you walk up these stairs and then there's like this, it's just this, this, this pool that, that has built up from the spring and there's some turtles in there and ducks and it's like the most m- amazing place mm. and so far uh the last four four years when i discovered it uh when i've had major challenges i'll go up there at night in the middle of the night and i'll just i'll just sit there and just i'll i'll, I'll usually come up with the answer that i was looking yeah, for that's interesting i had um I, there's this place because i live in the redwoods and stuff and uh <clears throat> i have easy access to this trail and uh, there's this one spot that it's like this circle and there's all these ferns and everything. And it's right next to this, this little waterfall and all this kind of stuff. And I just sit like right on this stump and I've thought of like, you know, I've been able to solve a lot of issues or like, you know, there's trouble at home or whatever it is. And then just come back completely like refreshed. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, that that's what meditation is. 
I don't know, being someone, like I said, who grew up in a religious home and I, I was, I was taught, I was shown a way of, of meditating spiritually. Uh, my girl and, uh, their family is heavy into heavy into that. Um, they have their way of, you know, connecting to the universe and, and being spiritually connected and, you know, and I think everybody kind of has their own. And, and one thing I've realized is everybody that has like their way of doing it or have been taught a certain way, you know, feel passionate about how they do it and think that it's a way that what I I've learned enough now and been around it enough that, I believe it's it. What it's really about is it is. It's about opening your mind. It's about connecting yourself. It's about having vision, um, and whatever it takes for you to do that. And I think everybody is different. I think different people will find that in different places. Let's be honest. Yeah. Sometimes sitting on the shitter is probably Dude, one of the I best. I don't like organized stuff the, like that. Yeah. It freaks me out. Yeah, like, I don't either. You know what I mean, like, like I've been around the church too, and like, you know, when you go, well, I don't know. You probably had a similar experience as me, Adam, where you go to like somebody else's church and they're like weird you yeah. know and they like get into like this like state where some people like lose their damn mind and oh yeah they just like start flopping around and you're just like oh i gotta get out of here no. <laughs> have you been to church like that i went I, to a church like that i mean it was a few people there's always a select few that really get into it and the spirit moves them or whatever uh and it freaks me out well and i'm just like this is not comfortable for I me have been, i gotta get out of here i have literally been to this is how crazy growing up was for me like when it comes to that um I've been to almost every de- denomination. So if you ever want to talk about what that's like as far as charismatic, Pentecostal, First Baptist, <laughs> Methodist. You know, I told you I've, about my... Uh, I've been to them all, bro. I've, and I've seen all the crazy stuff. And that's what I'm saying. I've seen so many different ways that people practice spirituality, meditation. And here's my thing. Like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the, the desired outcome of it is, is being connected to yourself. And whether you believe there's a higher being or that the, you're connected to the universe, whatever that may be, the desired outcome is that, you know, you you relax, you you calm, you bring the stress levels down, you're, you're more focused, you're more in tune with your body. And you know what? Like, for me, all that shit, like Justin said, like that, uh, that used to put pressure on me. I felt like I need, yeah. if I'm not speaking in tongues or if I'm not, if I don't have this great w- words of wisdom right now, it. it's not working for me. Or if I don't fall asleep or the, the, and I've tried, people have tried to, you know, no. fucking, uh, hypnotize I've, me. See, all this that is the shit. problem too. This is, this is why I have a problem. Cause I see that in the yoga community and I see that in, you know, these other communities, it's the same exact format as these crazy charismatic churches. Yeah, it gets very cold. It's very like, well, everybody's organized into this one way of getting to that state. It's human psychology, so, dude. You know what it reminds me I, of? I just, I'm not a follower like that. You know, I, don't, I don't like, blah, 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 I'm not going to start flopping yeah, around. Find Sorry. your own zen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah. I, I, Meditation has been proven. Exactly. There's all different ways of doing it. You know, whatever yeah. it takes for you to get in that. And trust me, when you're there, wherever it is for you, you fucking know. Because I'll tell you right, when the, and for me, sometimes, like, I, sometimes I have to have something because I want to write. I want to write. I want to put down my thoughts. And so it's not like the average person, because if they are meditating, that's completely silence they don't move they don't talk they're, they're almost sleeping at that state fuck that if some good shit comes in my head i'm fucking writing it down like i want to write it down and like if that interrupts my meditation if that breaks the practice like fuck that <laughs> i'm running this my way because that could have been a million dollar idea if i don't put it on paper my dumb ass will forget it fucking later on so <laughs> we're anarchists to, yeah, yeah. To, to meditation yeah we fuck up meditation uh, even right uh, fuck that shit i <laughs> dug moving along uh, don't tell us what to do yeah. exactly Smitty80 is asking about putting your feet up in the air when you're benching. Is that a waste of time or are there some <laughs> benefits? Put your feet stupid. up in the air like so, you don't care. So, I mean, if that's how you make love, then go ahead. <laughs> somebody, uh, you, guys, you guys saw my post on the Z Press the other day, right? Um, and somebody posted underneath her like, hey, bro, you've ever lifted your legs up. You really want to challenge yourself, lift your legs up. <laughs> I'm just like, 
yeah, that would be really cool if all I cared about was just training my core, <laughs> fucking, because holding a V hole, yeah, V hole to that. And here's it. That is that comes from the era of what we talked about before, the 2001 to 2006 functional training, core stabilization, everything. Uh, and somebody thought, hey, you know what? If you put your legs up in the bench while you bench press, you know, you have to kind of balance on the bench so you get some core activation. That's stupid. It is. I, I Now, I've seen this before that. I've seen people put the, put their feet up in the air before, and this is why they used to do that back in the day. They would their back out. They would do it because they would say it would protect their back. Which is stupid. Protect their lower back. Why? Because when you put your feet flat on the floor, uh, floor it, it tilts your pelvis to an anterior position so you get a natural curve in your lower back. Um, and you should have that natural curve on your back when you're benching. Your butt should be on the bench, okay? Your butt doesn't come off the bench. But if you're laying there like you're supposed to with your chest high, shoulders back, you're going to have a natural curvature in your back. And as a matter of fact, that's a safe position to press from. When you're flat... Right. You know how hard it is to retract your shoulders you can't. When, when you're how flat? You? No, yeah. when, when no. I bring, if you bring your feet off the floor, it'll flatten your back, put you in a posterior pelvic tilt, and then your shoulders come forward and you're asking for impingement and bicep tendon problems. That's what you're asking for. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, you're deactivating your legs, and so you're losing strength. I was going to say, you, you're not going to be able to load the bar with as much as you would with your feet are grounded. No. It's just silly. There's too much of this combining of exercise bullshit that I see. Yeah. It's like if you're Doug, in, what did you see? You got to you got to tell us. What did that. he see the other day? Yeah, yeah some hilarious. guy was in the gym doing dumbbells press, and he was kicking his feet like swimmer like kicks, he was, like, like flutter he was, kicks, yeah, like scissoring. Like like yeah. yeah, he was scissoring as he was doing his oh, uh, scissor press. dumbbell press. So stupid, and it's not the good kind either. Yeah, it's all hip flexors. <laughs> hip, so working your hip flexors and your chest out the same. So yeah. it's. Yeah, I don't know. You see this a lot, and I feel like if you want a a great core exercise, then do a great core exercise. You know, combining it with another movement, all it does is diminish that movement. Like I said, completely. You're taking a very good, you know, upper body exercise, which is a bench press. Yeah, what we would consider one of our top five, right? It's it's up there, right? And you're you're making it far less effective. That's all you're doing, and or uh, increasing your risk of injury, uh, both to your shoulder and to your Mm, even your back. Yeah, so not not really a good idea. It doesn't protect your lower back. Here's the thing. If you're bench pressing and you have that natural curve and you feel shearing or pressure in your lower back because of that natural arch, here's what you got to do. Brace your midsection. That's it. Just brace your midsection and you will stop feeling that shearing force in your lower back because yeah. mm-hmm. it'll take pressure right off of it. That's it. Our final question is from Colin Saylor. If you guys were to organize your own music festival... Who would headline? <laughs> yeah, we should the the Pump Fest. Oh wow! Well, this is too easy for Justin. Should we start with him? It's so easy. Yeah, yeah, we should start with Justin. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of all yeah, the definitely people. Slayer <laughs> oh, to headline. I worked out to Slayer today. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I I would like like a diverse lineup. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, let's I say, listen to a lot of different. Kinds I was gonna say, let's do it. Let's do a crazy line that would never happen because yeah, like Slayer mixed with like some kind of. Uh, like, like Britney Spears or something yeah. like that, you would totally want that. No, <laughs> like Lady Gaga. I'll, I'll raise like Michael Jackson from the dead. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's cool. Him. All right, we, we can bring people from the dead. I mean, we're just gonna go, yeah, that direction. <laughs> Throw in some James Brown, and then uh, like I like old school, you know, R and B and all that. You only get five too. tops. That's all. Yeah, you get. well, it's too long of a concert. So five tops. Chuck Berry, and then uh, you know, and then I'm gonna go Steve Ray Vaughan. You know, the clothes. Oh, very good. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't uh, know. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. I, there you go. That's I would go Rage Against the Machine. Here's the deal. Uh, I'm not going to answer the question too much because I don't know too many uh, bands <laughs> and stuff. But I will say Rage. I would say Rage Against the Machine or Metallica would be great. But I'll say this: if I could go back in time, God damn, I would love to go to Woodstock. I would have. I would do anything to be able to go to Woodstock. Right. Back uh, yeah, day. I'd love to see Jimi Hendrix. Oh man, Hendrix. He was the man. Without all the law trying to crack down on everybody having oh. a good time, right? Oh, it would have uh, been. Awesome. I'd love to go back there without all the law just trying to fucking crack down on everybody having but, a good time. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Right. I don't know, dude. I nerd out when 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 I see like these awesome musicians, like when they're forming, they're they're first coming up with their first album, you know, and, you, and they drop their album, like. I've been able to see when I was in Chicago, I, I was able to see a lot of good bands like that nobody's ever heard of. I used to like, you know, totally be into that. Like the guy that knew all these like cool bands that you didn't know about. And like I hated like popular music. Of course, you're you all underground and garage guys oh, yeah, for man. sure. Oh, dude. Because there's so much Most talent. Most musicians are that way. Especially- dude, there's so much talent that's just like no one's thrown to the wayside. And like everybody else is hitting these, these three, four chord structured you know stupid songs that the the masses they Poppy. respond to and so they figured they figured out the formula they even like have a breakdown of that on youtube this guy took all those same chords and he played like as many songs that were in pop music that he could and it was like it, it was insane how many of these songs wow. just followed the same exact formula so it's just like for me that that's kind of how i differentiate whether you're not you're really like you, you want to see a real musician creativity. or you're just a person that enjoys like easy listening i respect that it's kind of like the fitness totally. world too right you know what i'm yeah. saying like the 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 way to to make money in this business is to do all the shit that we all disagree with if you're gonna, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like and it's like those people figure that oh, formula dude. out and they they follow there's the formula authenticity they make- in that world like 100 you know there's yeah. some artists and that's that's something that i like I, i'm <clears throat> void of these days like I, I haven't felt any connection like that you know back back when when people were just like forming a whole new sound and all that kind of stuff so i get off on that yeah i like musicians when they're so um they're so artistic uh and they're so disturbed and uh, by it that they they're they're crazy they're crazy people mm-hmm. they make the best music and they usually don't oh, live yeah. they usually don't live tons very long. Of drugs and it's like amazing yeah like it's painful like there's so much yeah. art in me it's painful yeah. i'm gonna do this music and struggle. i'm just, i'm yeah. tormented right they make good music I hate to say it. It's All hor- the time. horrible to say, no, but it's, it's true. true though. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Adam, do you, do you, can you think of any bands that you'd want headline? Yeah, my headliner would probably be um, probably be Tool. It's my favorite band. Mm. Uh, and then Hootie right be- and the Blowfish. Right before them, <laughs> right before them would have to be Rage uh, Against the Machine. Gotta love me some Hootie. And then maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe I would do something a little more chill, like Incubus. And oh, then, there you uh, go. and then uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, I, I'm with Justin. I, I don't know if I do uh, instead of Michael Jackson, since he already took Michael Jackson from the dead. I would do Jimi Hendrix. Oh, that's who I would. I'm going to your bit. fucking music festival, bro. Right, it sounds dope. I'm right? going to yours. Right, Jimi Hendrix, Incubus, <laughs> Rage Against Machine, Tool. Oh, no, I might, I might have to tone it down. Sometimes the angry music, you know, kills that's the why vibe. I threw a little Incubus and Jimmy in there. You know what I'm saying? We need something a little more. Right, you have to. Yeah, for sure. So that would that would kind of be my lineup. I think. Um, uh, to me, uh, hip hop sucks. Sorry, I love hip hop. I listen to a lot of hip hop, but I've seen a ton of hip hop in concert. Yeah. I like and like digital underground and like stuff like that. You which, have you guys been any like? Have you guys seen like? I've seen Kanye, Jay Z. I've seen all the these last guys. concert I went to was Lady Gaga. It's just bad in, no in concert though. All they're it doing is. is yelling their it lyrics. At you, you don't realize until you've seen a lot of those guys live that you know so much of that's done in the studio. A lot, uh, yeah. And it's not like listening to a good rock. Well, band. who I was mean, it that told us maybe? 
it was you, Justin, that Tupac, that sound that he has, when you listen to Tupac's music, it's actually him recording himself twice. Yeah. Playing. Uh-huh. Was it you that told us that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I never noticed that. And then I listened to some some yeah, old... He, some he, old doubled, he, he tracks himself, like multiple tracks on top of his... Uh, and that's what gives him that unique sound. Yeah. And when I listen to it now, so I'm it's like, like him Fuck, talking to himself. You ruined it for me. Yeah. yeah. And you, when you hear those guys in person, although I have not, I've never, I didn't get a chance to see Tupac live. I would love to just because I think he's one of the greatest rappers ever. But yeah, he was yeah. an actual poet. You Though, know, he, yeah, he wrote some, and which is why I would I would still enjoy his. But man, really, yeah, I'm sorry. I've seen a lot of rap, man. I've seen a lot of it out there, and it's for the most part, it's pretty uh, pretty whack. And then most of your pop shit, I've seen a lot of that stuff too. Hey, I'll tell you what, Cookie Cutter. I saw Lady Gaga. She's extremely talented. She's super talented. Extremely yeah. talented, and yeah, she's one I'll of those artists. Well, she's well, one of those artists that's tormented. Well, she's yeah. weird. Well, Lady Gaga is the the Madonna of our time. You know, what I'm saying it's the same. She's yeah. she reminds me that she puts she brings a stage presence. She's very unique. She's, and she has uh, Lady Gaga does not get enough credit, but she has an amazing ass. Have you seen Jesus. her body? No, I'm not joking. No, I know. She I, looks I, like that's like the the best thing. She, on it's her, built, dude. It's sure. built like she squats and deadlifts yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. And she, yeah, she's, she's Italian. We got, yeah, nice, we got junk. But that, they nice couldn't. Cra- they could all of those, even the best ones. Uh, you know, I've seen some good ones for sure that are pop. They, they wouldn't crack my line. Did you ever watch so. Britney? I have not seen Britney. You never saw her in concert? No, I didn't see Britney. Katy Perry. Uh, Katy Perry. I've seen. I've seen Pink. I've seen. Um, I who, saw Katy Perry. Uh, who else have I seen like that? Um, <laughs> Shit, I've seen a lot of concerts, bro. But none, you know what? None of them is impressionable as like some of the rock bands. You outing know? yourself. Seen right Metallica. Now. Seen Tool. Fucking awesome, awesome. Seen Chevelle. Awesome. Like the, the rock bands are just ugh, so much better. Yeah. You know, yeah. so much better. And I love yeah, all music. They play me like you, musical instruments. Actually, you know what else is pretty decent? I and I, you know I, I'm almost embarrassed to admit it, but actually, some good con- country. Country is pretty good at live. Well, yeah, it's not yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's some there's some some decent bands that you can go see. Uh, Here's what I heard. I heard country concerts have the hottest chicks. They do. That's another reason why. That's yeah. everybody that's, keeps saying. So I might have to throw game. like you know a Garth Brooks or a Toby Keith into my fucking headline just so I can just get to all bring the, the girls. All the hot chicks <laughs> yeah, because what you named before wasn't gonna have no chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no chicks. That was gonna be a sausage fest. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they they see Garth. Brooks I was gonna have so a they... lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna be one big mosh pit. You're gonna have a bunch of really pissed off, sexually frustrated white dudes running into each other. No way, be totally diverse. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. Uh, please leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. Where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. And you can check out our site with our programs, mindpumpmedia.com. Right on. Leave us a love message. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.